You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's not even supposed to be here today. It's our day off. I was just going to do that intro. I was just thinking of that. I'm Dante. I'm Randall. And this week we have a special guest with us back again, Jordan Taylor. Hey everybody. Glad to have you back on the show. Glad to be here. All right. So we have a great uh, show for you this week. A bunch of news to go over. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out. All right. So let's talk about some stuff we've been doing. I guess I try to get the big one out of the way. Sure. Um, let's hear it. We watched uh, Thor Love and Thunder last night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Or yesterday. Awesome. I, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know we kind of talked, or we talked about it in the in the group chat, and right. But the listeners here aren't privy yes. to our group chat. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, I mean, some people are saying it was okay. Some people are saying it was better than Ragnarok, which uh, is the previous one. I find that hard to believe. I find Ragnarok that hard to was great. Yeah, yeah Ragnarok's fantastic. I've uh, actually seen quite a few people online really not be happy with it. Like it's too goofy, too jokey, or something. I mean, there is a lot. There is yeah. a lot. I mean, it's like it's pretty riffy at times. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the reason why I liked it so much. I don't know. Uh, but it's. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some really really neat um, like visuals in it. I want. I don't want to say them cinematography because some of the scenes are almost look like they were animated rather than filmed. Well, I mean, with so much CG in movies, it almost is that way. It's practically an animated movie. Yeah, like Christian Bale. I think does a pretty good job being uh, Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, he usually does a pretty good job with stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's he's an infamous method actor. Yeah. I mean, he does pretty good on a lot of stuff. There was one point, like, uh, Nicole leaned over when we were watching the movie. She goes, you know what? I, I get his deal. You kind of get it, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the best kind of villain are the ones where you can kind of... Be sympathetic to their plight. You can see where they're coming from. Like, like a Magneto. Yeah. I mean, yeah... Or, He's a, a bad or, a, guy. or a Mr. He's, Freeze. Or a Mr. Freeze. You you get you see where they're coming from. Well, even Thanos had a point that like worlds are getting overpopulated and whatever. I don't yeah. think his solution was great. No, but yeah. no. But bad yeah. solution. Like it would have been just as easy for him to snap and say, I would like to double all the resources in the universe. Or yeah. yeah. You know who else I thought had a good point was um Warmonger? Killmonger. 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 Thank Killmonger you. actually oh, again, yeah. he kind of took it a little bit to the extreme. Right. But yeah. he took the, it too the, far. The but... ideology was oh, kind of solid. Sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like he was like, okay. I get what you're I definitely get where you're coming from. Yeah, those again, those are the best villains. The ones the ones that are forgettable are usually, you know, the ones that are like Ah, I'm evil. I'm like a, a Ironmonger from Iron Man One. I love Jeff Bridges, but his warmonger char- Warmo- no ironmonger oh that's right right yeah, he yeah. wears the suit because yeah yeah um it's yeah he's just like i like honestly i like money i mean honestly like like going back and watching like the like the first couple like mcu films they are not strong well because they they were feeling it out yep and, and like the and, first and, thor the first thor is kind of dark world sucks oh dark world's terrible 
Uh, but the first Thor is kind of meh. It's kind. It's a little slow. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it's well, okay. I would watch that again. I wouldn't watch Dark World again, and no. I wouldn't watch Iron Man three. Oh, three is so bad. Again. I is hate that the one where everybody explodes. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. I, with the, yeah. With the the exterm or extremis the, virus yeah. or whatever the hot plant virus. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that one. It's so bad. Yeah. Also, the Incredible Hulk is not very good. Like the only Hulk movie in the MCU, and it's not very good. I. Th- you know, I have a soft spot for the Incredible Hulk. It's better than the Ang Lee Hulk. Well, that's not hard. Well, true. Um, and they've been pulling more and more stuff from that into the wider MCU to make sure that it does still count. Yeah, like, of course. Like we're getting, um, we're getting Abomination in uh, She uh, Hulk, and it is Tim Roth. He was in. He was in uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi, yeah. and I guess Wong is going to show up briefly. In uh, She-Hulk as well, I saw because this. he and Abomination not only are they a pit fighter, you know, combatants, they're like drinking buddies. Uh, <laughs> um, I saw some. Uh, I saw some meme where they talked about like what we're getting. It was some. It was some MCU thing. I don't remember, but what we really wanted, and it was called Wong Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I think Benedict Wong does a really good job. I think he does too. It's kind of funny that his name is Wong. Yeah, yeah. And his name is Benedict. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's really weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I like him as an actor. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch him in just about anything Anything with that. Just, I don't know. A lot of the side characters in the MCU are generally enjoyable. They're pretty mm-hmm. enjoyable. Um, I, I'm glad they're getting different directors kind of with different visions. Yeah. Like, there for a while... It was pretty much the same people it's around. It's kind around. of samey. Everything is very kind of factory style. Yeah. Almost like, you know, the Spider-Man movies are great, but the director of those movies has no vision. Mm-hmm. Like they are the most cookie cutter by the numbers. This is what an action scene looks like. Yeah. This is what a talking scene looks like. Yeah. No, I get what you're Where saying. Where you have now, you have Taika, uh, Taika, Taika Watiti and going really weird in it. Going weird. You have Sam Raimi bringing in his stuff and, and uh, oh, Doctor Strange. Man, Multiverse that of movie. Madness. That movie is the most Raimi movie to ever Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> like all the all like all the Raimi like oh the uh, crash, calling cards are the, there. The snap zooms and like the crash zooms, crash zooms yeah. weird eye stuff, weird mm. hand stuff. Yep, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I mean, it's all yeah. it's all there. It's, yep, yep. But anyway, back to the film. Um, yes, I don't know. It's it's pretty good. It's kind of interesting to see how new Asgard has evolved within the MCU, mm. being on Earth and everything. Because when you see it in uh, Ragnarok, I think, yeah, no, they weren't in Ragnarok. No, no, no. It uh, was they settled there in um, Endgame. Right. At in the end game. of Endgame, yeah. 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 Well, it's in the in Endgame, it's just a weird little dirty fishing village. Mm-hmm. Right. In this movie, yeah, it's still a fishing village, but also um, it has become a tourist attraction with like rides and stuff and oh, attractions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, like they have like a special spot where where Odin died or disappeared or whatever. Um, they had like the they had where um where Hela destroyed Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. And the pieces are still there because obviously you can't move them. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, like under like a glass dome and there's like okay. a little tour guide with a thing talking about it. Over Interesting. A mic. I mean, I guess that kind of would be the natural progression of a town like that where, you know, like there's a big kind of it's kind of a gimmick town a little like right. there's like a, there's like a big like like wide shot and you see all these like 
carnival cruise style cruise ships like hanging out like in the bay okay interesting um and that's and you kind of see like um i'm sure valkyrie is not particularly pleased with all of that no valkyrie mentions that she enjoys being king okay uh of asgard uh also um the little bug creature that ran around with korg uh, uh mig 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 mig, mig. Uh, is uh, like um, Valkyrie's like assistant. Oh, cool! And wears a little like blousey outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. like, there's one. There's a really good joke where like, uh, like Thor's talking to the greater populace of New Asgard, like in a town hall style meeting, mm-hmm. and you keep hearing the sound of like a dry erase marker like on a board, <laughs> and he's like, "Can you stop that? It's really <laughs> distracting." And like, you it pans, and there she is, like. Right, and she's like, "What is she doing?" She's like, "She's taking minutes for the meeting." Because I, I can't think with the. Oh, uh, that's awesome! <laughs> like it's stuff like that. I mean, it's it's pretty good. Um, they kind of talk about more in depth about what happened with Thor and Jane's relationship off camera. Good, because we need you, to because that is one of the things that was kind of left by the wayside. Yeah, pretty. between Dark World and uh-huh. uh, Ragnarok. When, well, yeah, for her to just show back up. And when be yeah. like, Natalie Portman decided, ah, you know what? I don't need these. I mean, this movie I is... I don't need these films. I mean, this movie is is just like a minute under two hours long. She had okay. to go be in that movie where she lived in a bubble. Oh, yeah. That was a thing, was wasn't it? Very busy living in a bubble. Yeah. Um, um, I always thought it was kind of weird that at the end of... Endgame, when you had all the actors sign their names uh, on the screen, you know, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman signs her name, and she she had been in two two movies out of the and not that one and not and not either of the Avenger the ending Avengers ones. Was it one of those things where kind of pretty much everybody who was in the MCU wrote their name for the most part? But I mean, heck, even that kid from Iron Man three is in the funeral scene. That's true. Well, sure, but he didn't. Sign his name. He didn't. That we sign, know of. I don't know. Hey, like. that kid. No, it was like <laughs> Iron Man three kid. Yeah, <laughs> tell Jake Lloyd should have signed his autographs. Future episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kid Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, sign his stuff. Future Iron Lad. <laughs> what it is? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have a theory that they're bringing in the Young Avengers. And I mean, it. they kind of the- did with Wandavision, sort of. They brought in Wiccan, Wiccan, uh, Wiccan and um, Wiccan and Speed. Yep, uh, Wanda's kids. They have, uh, which makes me wonder if they age him up. Are they going to do what they did with Wiccan and Changeling in the comics? They might. So well, they, they, they might because they because when the they Young were, Avengers uh, first started, he was called Asgardian. Asgardian, even though he's not an Asgardian. Yeah, I I think they're going to skip over that part and go straight to their their long term names names but they've introduced those two they've introduced kate bishop mm-hmm. in the hawkeye show yeah they've introduced ant-man's uh, daughter ant-man's daughter who they aged up aged up five years they have um isaiah bradley's son it from um falcon winter soldier the uh the secret first captain america the the black captain america mm-hmm. oh okay yeah so his grandson what is patriot yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. is in that? So they and he was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I watched Falcon and Winter okay, Soldier. Okay, so yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was in that. Well, sorry, spoiler. No, no, he, he shows up for two seconds, but he's in, but he's in there. The uh, one of the next um, Disney Plus shows is going to be Secret Invasion, which is a um, Nick Fury and the Scrolls centric yes. show, which could very easily bring in Changeling, Changeling, and or that, Hulkling, whatever they want to yeah call him, yeah. Call him. 
but they're they're introducing all of these teen see, young, superheroes. See, young Avengers in the back background. when that comic came out, I really liked Young Avengers. Yeah, I thought it I was still pretty, do. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, but then there was like all that weird stuff with like Iron Lad being like Kang. Yeah, King the Conqueror. And I don't think they're going to do that. I think instead they're either going to uh, bring in because they're doing an Ironheart, yeah, series, which is uh, teen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lady Iron Man, basically. You know, they keep doing um, this, and yet they keep dancing around Miles Morales and Spider Gwen. I can see why they're doing that, and that's be- and it's entirely Sony's fault. Yeah. Plus, Miles Morales already has a, a successful film franchise in Enter the Spider-Verse, and those movies are amazing. That's true. Mm-hmm. Very- Anyth- anything that they do live action would not compare, would draw a negative comparison yeah. against how good Enter the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. is and will be. I mean, so the, they're kind of artist- hamstrung. Like, artistically, they're so, it's so, good. They're so good. I can't wait. Yep. Honestly, I can't wait. Yep. Anyway, uh, more Thor. Um, like I said, I really like it. It's pretty good. It's really hard to talk about it without spoiling like the big stuff. Oh, we don't. Stuff yeah, we don't want to spoil any of the because big stuff I mean, there's like there is a lot of stories going on in this movie. I guess that's part of the thing. Like, I won't, I don't want to say it's like Aquaman where they try to fit too much, mm. but there is some really big parts here and there. I mean, there's like a whole thing with like Thor's journey. I guess sure. Um. And a lot of that's told through like exposition, through flashbacks, through through Korg. Okay. I mean, the Guardians are in it, but only briefly. Well, that's fine. They have their own movie series. It's like the first. I don't know. And that Christmas special coming out. And that Christmas special. Um, I think it's like and, ma- and baby baby Groot. Yeah, the uh, TV series. Yeah, the the Groot. Yeah, the Groot animated series that's going to be on Disney Plus. Oh, that is supposed that. that is supposedly not connected to anything from what I've read. No, it's just it's it's a toy. It's, a, it's his Groot stories. It's a toy selling. Yep, selling Groot, thing. selling uh, baby Groots. I mean, they they nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, before we had Grogu or Baby Yoda, we had Baby Groot. So yeah, that's true. Maybe they should be friends. And before that, we I'm had sure the Muppet are. Babies. There's kind of a, a gap in there, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a many year gap in there. Well, but still, I mean. <laughs> I think the Muppet Babies were kind of the progenitor of yeah, the true. baby version of yeah, because we had that main no, character, and then we had like, sure. and then we had like you know Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons, and then they did, although Tiny Toons isn't quite that. That's true. I mean, they did do that young Looney Tunes show there, like, Baby Looney Tunes, the Baby and Looney that Tunes, was awful. Yeah. Oh, that was not yeah. a good show. Yeah. Although I didn't really care for Muppet Babies either, so. I, I feel watched like a fair bit of Muppet Babies. I, I watched it too, but also it was a cartoon that was on TV when I was a child. It's one of those, yeah, you so, just watched it. I watched mm-hmm. it, yeah. It I, was, it's on TV, you have three channels, sometimes four. Yeah, and, and it wasn't like... You watch it. It wasn't like when I was, like, as I got older and I, can you know, I generally found shows I really, really loved, like Batman the Made Series or Gargoyles or the Spider-Man or the 90s X-Men. Do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um... I almost hit the uh, Professor X screaming. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> that sound bite hurts. I know. Some <laughs> of the sound bites are here to hurt. Are 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 here to hurt us. <laughs> it's okay. In my mind. <laughs> In my mind. Um. God. I mean, there's so much going on, and like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the, some of the scene, like the, some of the special effects and the visuals on stuff is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when they go to meet Zeus. Uh. Where you know the, these gods are hanging out is pretty neat. Uh, there's two there's two credit scenes. There's a mid credit which kind of gives you a taste of what's coming. Okay, 
And then there's an N egg credit, which is which felt more like a um kind of comedy joke. No. Oh, no. really? I thought it was going to be, but it's really not. Uh, it was more like um I don't want to say like a uh, like a bookend maybe. Okay. On a particular storyline, but who knows? Because uh, you know comics. You know, I prefer the uh, end credit sequences that are more jokes. I would rather them be jokes instead of setting up the next thing. That's true. It kind of makes the whole movie seem like it is in service to the next story. Mm-hmm. When that happens, I prefer just kind of like, I prefer the, the Avengers getting shawarma instead of seeing Thanos' head pop up. Yeah. No, no, I, I completely get that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still remember the first time, you know, in Iron Man, I missed that end credit scene and then people started talking about it. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. With and that the, started with the, the whole thing. Yeah. That started the whole thing. Now, you can't watch any movie anymore and, you know, and ha- not have people wait till the credits or, yep. w- or sit through the credits. doesn't even matter if it's a Marvel movie. Oh, people yeah. just we, What were we? We saw like... Um, what did we just see? Godzilla or something where people stayed until the end. Was it Godzilla? It was, I think it was Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, yeah, that we did see and that in theater. And people just like kept yeah. staying and staying. That's like, another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just saw an announcement a couple of days ago where they said, you know, the MonsterVerse is continuing. There is, there's already stuff in the works. I wish we could just stop calling things the some, the blank verse. Verse, yeah. That's kind of, um, but That's yeah. more on Legendary's end than anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the more I see movies trying to do the interconnected storyline sort of thing, the more I kind of am thinking that Marvel's success has been a one gigantic, gigantic fluke. Yeah. Because some of the other like interconnected movie things, like remember the dark universe? <laughs> you mean, yeah. you mean the, like what? Two or three <laughs> false starts on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And how they were all terrible. Dracula Untold, the first movie in the in the dark universe, and, and that one and flopped. Then, and then the Mummy, the first Which, movie in the, in the dark universe. I thought and I, then, I uh, I Frankenstein, the first movie in the. I thought I like, Frankenstein came up before the Mummy. It did. Yeah, right. I was I was just yeah making jokes. Oh, and then there was that Invisible Man movie with Johnny Depp. They were supposed to. They do. were supposed to do, but and then it died. And it died. And there's. Instead of Russell Crowe as, as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, yeah. the Sam Jackson slash Hulk of of the Dark Universe yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I heard I heard they're speaking of which, I heard they are talking about bringing back the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Nice. Okay. Like, like as a series. Okay. Huh. I think I think I'd be up for that. A, like a seri- like a um, made for streaming series of that. Could be better than could a movie. Could be better than a movie because it would you would be able to let the story breathe a little bit and you wouldn't have to go, hey, here's this character. Hey, here's this character. Remember hey, here's this, this guy? character. Here's this other guy. Look at yeah. these people. They're here. Bye. Which is wild when I read back on it is that is the last movie Sean Connery ever made before he retired. Really? And, that, and that's huh. a shame. Yeah, because that movie is. It's I don't know. When I, was, when I was younger. I, I loved it when I was oh, younger. Oh, yeah. When I was younger, I loved it. And then going back, I'm like, man, this is like. Painful. Yeah, I mean it's visually interesting, and like to get the idea of like this is kind of like the Avengers with literary characters mm-hmm. is kind of neat. Speaking of the Avengers, if uh, that if League of Extraordinary Gentlemen hadn't been uh, Connery's last movie, do you know what it would have been? Mm. The Avengers, the one with Emma um, Uma Thurman, the British and, one, uh, Ray oh, nice. Fiennes, the, the British the, one, the British one, where that he movie, was the villain in that, the British spy movie. That yeah, movie is good. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. 
I never did watch the Sean old TV. Sean Connery wears a giant stuffed bear costume for a scene for no reason. Well, lots of There's people no are reason. wearing stuffed bear costumes. In that scene? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just in general. It's, well, probably in general, but <laughs> it's not it's not the same bear costume that Nick Cage punches a lady while she's dressed like a bear. Oh, he, yeah, in um Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Oh, I, for, I forgot about that. Yeah. Bees. They're in my eyes. Oh, the Wicker Man. Yep. That's not good. No. I mean, even the old 70s one with... Uh, uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine and... Um, Bees. Uh, Christopher Lee. Yeah. not very good. Though, I do have a real big soft spot for like pretty much anything Christopher Lee ever did. The Especially the Hammer Horror stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, the old school, anytime like, he played Dracula. Yeah, the like all his Dracula films and like Peter Cushing uh-huh. being uh, Van Helsing. Yep, Grand Moff Tarkin versus <laughs> Count Dooku as Dracula. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Saruman the White versus... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you... Okay, so fun, fun thing about this. Okay, so uh, the Zucker brothers, the guys who did Airplane... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They also did a movie called Top Secret. Okay, so it's that it was sounds a, really familiar. It's Val Kilmer. It's a spoof on both Elvis movies and uh, World War II spy movies. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So Val Kilmer plays this uh, a teen heartthrob musician that is going Slash through spy going through Europe, and they they enlist him to be a spy, and then wacky stuff ensue, like an airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a one scene where Peter Cushing shows up, and the gag is he. As like you you walk in on the scene and he's like holding a, a magnifying glass up to his eye, so it has like the big like eye zoom thing. In eye thing, and he takes the thing down and his eye is just that big, big in that perfect <laughs> circle. So they had to make a full uh, plaster cast of Peter Cushing's head in to, order to, to make that prosthetic. To make that prosthetic, and they used that years and years and years later to do three um, D mocap for him showing up in Rogue One. Oh. Where that's how like they did that? That's how they did that. They used the plaster oh. cast that was made for Top Secret, the <laughs> stupid Zucker Brothers movie. But they used that. His family had it like in storage or something. Yeah, that was probably they, like one of the last things that like has like an actual physical casting of did, his face from that time. Yeah, and sure. they did, so they did a, a 3D scan of that bust. And digitally and remade digitally his head. inserted that at, onto the actor's head at the end of uh, huh. Rogue One. Yeah. Weird. Crazy stuff. It's huh. crazy. Technology, I tell you. It's wild. <laughs> but also it goes into places that are questionable. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the whole thing with like bringing back, you know, Peter Cushing for Rogue One. Like I get why they did it, but also it kind of creates a weird precedence of bringing dead celebrities back. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. His family gave the okay for it. True. So it's it's still kind of gross. Yeah. But at least it's setting the precedent that companies have to go to next of kin. Yeah. In order to get likeness rights. It's kind of like when they first started. Instead of just doing it. Yeah. It's kind of like when they first started goofing around with uh, like a hologram, quote unquote, technology. Oh, yeah. The the Tupac hologram. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going to go with the Tupac hologram Uh and Snoop Dogg doing the Coachella act with the Tupac hologram. Hologram Tupac, yeah. And that makes me really uncomfortable because they were really, 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 really good friends mm-hmm. and he passed away in a very tragic way and I can't imagine what was going through Snoop Dogg's head during that. Yeah, right. that yeah. would be weird. That would be weird. That would be heartbreaking to me. Like, yeah. Like, say, you know, God forbid, uh, something happened to you mm-hmm. and... You get Hologram Sam sitting Either here. a Hologram or Hologram Sam or the, some computer... G- 
recreates your voice. Yeah. I don't think I'd like that. I don't either. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a really slippery slope when it comes to this stuff. I'll tell you what's a slippery slope. The crowd scene in Space Jam 2. Two, oh, yeah. Because it's a whole bunch of that. what they did was... Warner took, Brothers owned properties. Yeah, if you were in a Warner Brothers movie, they took your Or character, something that they currently own. Yeah, they took your, the character out and put him in the crowd. So you had the awful guys from Clockwork Orange yep. standing next to... Cheering. Uh, Danny DeVito's The Penguin. Oh. And Michelle Pfeiffer's Penguin was in there, too. Catwoman. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Penguin is something I would like to see. <laughs> that would be interesting. But uh, no, it's, and it's, Wah. and it's just gross. Yeah. <laughs> I sounded like Wario. You, you did. And you looked like Wario there for a second, too. I would like Waluigi. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <Wah>. <laughs> but, uh, but no, just that it was really gross how they were able to pull. Yeah. And just put live action. Like cartoons was one thing. At the end of the day, cartoons is one thing. Yeah, exactly. But like putting CGI renditions, like lot, like like Clockwork Orange is kind yeah. of is a really, while it's a a classic, it is also not a it, movie for children. There is no reason kids. why yeah. that should be in an in a, no in a kids movie in a kids nope. movie. Nope. But but you know what I you get what I mean? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The idea of using those characters and making uh lifelike renditions of them. Even for background gags, is yeah, kind of gross. It, yeah, it is weird. And they yeah. also had, I think they also had the the '60s Adam West Batman and Robin out there too. And that's terrible. And that's don't do that. I mean, I, I'm wondering if they asked permission from the West family to do that. Who I mean, knows? Burt Ward's still alive to do that, but yeah. But Adam West, I mean, he's he's been gone a couple years, like six years, five six years, yeah. yeah, five six years now. Yeah, I mean, at least we got to meet him that one time. We did get to meet him. He was he was a very busy man, but yeah, he was, he was also know, very kind. He is kind. Yes, that's very um, true. Anyway, I'm sorry. I feel like I've dominated all no, this No, it's okay. That's good. Actually, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we're going to get into some uh, news and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play. Long Play might be, as far as anyone can tell, a hit from coast to coast. Apparently, Long Play may also be an international sensation. I've contacted WZMO's sister station in Paris to check the pulse of the City of Lights. Bonjour! Avec long play? Tu vas te tuer, spestidio. C'est incroyable! <laughs> My French is a little rusty, but I think she said we're a hit! Imbecile! I invite you to tune into long play Fridays at 11 p.m. and Saturdays at 3 p.m. Juste ici on WZMO. Hey, we're back. Those were some promos from great programming you can catch. And now for the news. And that's why we call you One Take Harrison. <laughs> Spoiler, that was like 100. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's talk about some some uh, news and stuff. Uh, we mentioned it uh, kind of at, in our intro for the show, but uh, there's a trailer that Kevin Smith dropped for... Clerks 3, the second ending to the Viewers Universe uh, grouping of films. He's taken another stab at it. I mean, at least this one's kind of inspired by his life. Yeah, this one definitely takes some some uh, very, uh, very broad strokes from from recent things that, has ha- that have happened to him. Basically, one of the characters, uh, Randall from Clerks, Clerks 2 and all the other movies, um, has a heart attack. While working at the quick stop 
and decides he wants to make a movie about his life, about his life. And his movie seems an awful lot like Clerks One, so it's a very meta kind of. It's even. Thing. I think it's even shot in black and white because there's a scene in the trailer where it shows Dante talking at him from behind the camera, and everything's in black everything's and white, in black like and white. the first Clerks. Yep. Yeah. And I think this is an interesting. It's an interesting take. It is a little self-serving. Oh, of if, course. What of his movies aren't? That's very true. I mean, he is literally a character in all his movies. Yeah. Well, he wrote the character of Randall for himself because and in Clerks One and gave Randall all the best lines. True. And then I mean Randall Randall does have other than Jay, I think he does have all the best lines in yeah. the movies. Well, well Jay barely had his lines written for him. It was just all, all just kind of ad lib from it was Jason, Jason Muse Riffin. Also, Jason Muse, nice guy. Met him at a con, signed a bunch of stuff for free. We talked about sitting in his hotel room watching movies. <laughs> He great. seems like a nice guy. He was a he very really nice does. guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Clerks 3, it looks it looks fine. I it, it definitely feels like it's coming full circle. It does. I'm just a little concerned. See, I, I used to love Kevin Smith's films. Oh, yeah, I was me, a too. Big me too. Fan of all of them. And I think I may have aged out of his films a little bit. Or maybe his brand of humor. Well, not so much his brand of humor because some of that is it's very all of his films are very wordy. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of people. He doesn't really know how to write action so he so it's a lot of characters they walk on just onto screen and they say a bunch of words at each other and then they walk off the off screen true i think i honestly think he peaked with uh dogma i think it might be my favorite of his films dogma is so good (laughs) yeah but um i i i don't know i don't know like going back and watching clerks and chasing amy and some of his earlier stuff is a little rough dogma is also probably one of his more fantastical films yeah versus a lot of his other stuff is a little like while it is wacky it is more grounded grounded. yeah that's true Uh, now that's 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 with the you know with with the skewiverse that you know the the jersey chronicles Mm -hmm. you know get into the other stuff it's a different story other movies are maybe not quite as good tusk was an interesting watch i'm glad i watched it i'll never watch it again (laughs) um same thing with red state and who man red state makes me uncomfortable red state is a rough one it and, makes me uncomfortable yeah and um i could not get through yoga hosers never saw it oh you're not missing much it was him trying to do wacky comedy again and with monsters uh with uh yeah yeah and his daughter his he put his daughter into the films you know yep harley harley quinn smith mm-hmm that that is his daughter yeah you're making a face jordan but yes that is his daughter's name harley quinn smith Yeah, I just, I personally have no affinity for Kevin Smith, so I just don't have much to contribute. I've seen Dogma. We watched Dogma. We watched Dogma. I think I had maybe seen it in college at some point, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't know that I've seen any of his other movies. Let's see here. Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy. Mallrats is fun. Mallrats is fun. It also does feature a Stan Lee cameo. Yep. Clerks 2... Dog, well, which okay. Clerks Two I thought was not good. I've maybe seen the Jay and Silent Bob movie. Oh yeah, okay, Jay and yeah. Bob Strike Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that one's more of a wacky thing. Oh anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just one of those. That one definitely fell into the niche of at the time of like dumb, dumb stoner road trip movies that were the 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 uh, the trend at the time. Yeah, dude, the, dude, where's the my post car? Dude, where's my car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude, sure. where's my car? Me, uh, myself, and Irene. Me, myself, and Irene. Mm-hmm. 
uh, almost like a Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Yep. You know, that kind of stuff. I'm honestly surprised you, Jordan, you haven't watched um, Jersey Girl because I know you enjoy romantic comedies. It was the first non uh, Jane Silent Bob, a non connected film that he had done. And it is a romantic comedy. And it's, it got a bad rap at the time because it wasn't his normal style. Mm. But it's not bad. It's but since not, I don't like his normal style, maybe I would like you it. You would probably enjoy it. It's Liv Tyler, uh, I Ben do Affleck. like Liv Tyler. Jennifer Liv, Lopez for Jennifer 30 Lopez seconds. Jennifer Lopez for 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, Will Smith for like Will 30 Smith seconds. Will in it for 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, George Carlin. That was probably one of the last Carlin's, things he did. One of the last things he did. Hmm. Um, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Yep. But uh, it's it's good. I mean, it's I mean, it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but it's, you know, it's a serviceable movie. And it's so much not his style that, again, yeah, I think you would actually dig it. Hmm, that's fair. I mean, Red State's kind of that way, too. Like, it's not. But his that's a typical... full blown horror movie. Yeah. Pass. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Michael Rooker and <laughs> Michael Rooker. Rooker showed up in a number of them. Oh, he yeah, was in, yeah. I mean, he was in Mallrats. He was Michael Rooker was uh, Yondu in mm-hmm. Guardians. Yeah. Um, he was in Mallrats. He was in um, uh, Tusk. Oh, is he in Tusk? He's the he's the guy that uh, sosed... I never saw Tusk. Okay, well, he's in it. He's I... in it. <laughs> I mean, spoiler: he's the one that sews Justin Long inside a walrus suit. <laughs> well, that sounds like a time. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a horror movie. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, a guy kidnaps Justin Long. Justin Long. The the oh, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC guy. Yeah, he's in New Girl. He is. Huh. Yes. I would not have expected he, him he, in he a is Kevin snarky, Smith horror movie. He is a uh uh <laughs> he is a snarky podcaster who goes to interview an old sailor. Um and the sailor uh turns out to be a serial murderer who is taking oh. the skin from people and so and sewed a lifelike uh walrus costume mm. and sews Justin Long inside it oh. in order to reenact a uh, fight to the death he had with a walrus years prior. Huh. Well, that sounds like things. Yeah, I never want to. It was it was interesting the first time and I never want to watch it again. Also, uh, the Sixth Sense Boy is in it. Oh. Uh, Haley, Haley Joe Osment. Haley Joe Osment. Yeah. yeah. The voice of Sora. Oh, I forgot yeah, about from, that. From uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I'm just picturing Justin Long crying all the time, but inside his walrus costume. Yeah, no, that's the that's the, actually the last shot of the film. Um, there, it's like a voiceover about how you know, um, watch an animal crying is what crying is what is the difference between humans and animals, mm-hmm. and it's this walrus that has been conditioned. He's been conditioned into believing he's a walrus, oh. so he's living at a zoo, and his girlfriend is like saying her final goodbye to him as a walrus, and then you see walrus justin long cry oh and it was supposed to be there he is supposed to be in the third horror movie that kevin smith was going to do called moose jaws mm-hmm. which is <laughs> it's set in canada what if jaws were set in canada and, and it, it was, was a moose. and it was just a big moose and moose jaws was going to fight the tusk walrus. yeah yeah tusk yoga hosers and this other one were supposed to be part of this trilogy called the great white north trilogy the great oh. white north trilogy it's all set in canada Oh, yeah. I would see the moose movie. You would, you, you, you would see moose jaws? I would see moose jaws. Moose are truly terrifying. They are. They, they are. will like... They yeah. are territorial. They are huge. They're like enormous. they are some kaiju level monsters. Whales will eat them. 
They yeah. will also dive. <laughs> they will also dive deep into the ocean just to eat plant life. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get eaten by whales. Yep, mm-hmm. ter- that's terrifying. Anyway, anyway, so Clerks Three. Um, no moose in it. No moose. No moose. Uh, Justin Long was in the trailer. Was he? Yeah, he was the doctor that told Dante uh, was going to give him a rectal exam. Oh, you probably that. couldn't tell because he was being his comedy self and not his tragedy self oh. and also had a very unfortunate mustache. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. It could be good. It could be not. It's Kevin Smith. It's his own production company. It's it his dep- own It's his own money. It depends how much weed Kevin Smith has smoked prior to making the film. A lot because he smokes a lot. Well, then that's going to be a bad movie because that's what happened with Yoga Hosers. <laughs> Yoga Hosers co-starring Johnny Depp. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Isn't it? He is uh, Guy Lafleur, Le, uh, Canada's best detective. <laughs> All right. Also, his daughter is the other cash yoga hoser. It's uh, um, L- Lily Rose Depp and Harley Quinn Smith are the mm, two leads. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and they work like in a convenience store or something. It's basically clerks, but with female characters and monsters. And monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Like I Kevin Smith, that I don't care for Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like as time goes on, like people used to like lift him up and like, oh my god, Kevin Smith movies, blah. I mean, that's how Red State got made. But he um, is he is the perfect example of wasted potential. <laughs> he uh, nice pun. Thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, I would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, he he was in that same. He was at one point in the same like. Um, conversation as like tarantino and and other like filmmakers of that time that mm-hmm. were like these indie, indie outliers indie outliers that were supposed to go on and do great things uh tarantino went on and did great things some of the other ones went on and did great things Kevin smith kind of floundered a little bit yeah he kind of like he was the executive co-producer of goodwill hunting yeah he he was also a uh um what do you what do they call it a shadow writer a ghost writer ghost, ghost writer. writer on it uh some of the he punched up some of the jokes Huh. I mean, him and uh, uh, um, Affleck. Affleck are really good friends, mm, or they true. were really good friends. Well, yeah, I they don't were believe really they good. are anymore. Yeah, uh, they brought back the the Thor actors. <laughs> oh, they they the Thor actors. Nice, nice. All right, that's great. Don't spoil. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um. So, uh, some other trailers that we watched. Uh, Disney's Strange World. Yep, uh, it's their next animated. Oop, it's their next animated outing called Strange World. Uh, the trailer is. It plays off like straight up like a, one of those uh, old school radio kind of drama. Or like a film reel kind of film thing. Film reel kind of thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, like those bad B-movies from like the 50s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of opens up and it becomes its yeah, own thing. Yeah, like this, you know, otherworldly adventure. I'm wondering if they're on Earth, maybe deep in the Earth, kind of like a either that or maybe they're on some exoplanet or something. I'm not sure. I, there's nothing. There's nothing... There's nothing. There's no information. It's it's uh, human uh, explorers in a um, alien uh, environment environment where things are just kind of crazy. Weird. Like things are you know things that shouldn't move are moving and there's or alive or whatever. Yeah, and stuff like that. I think it looks neat. Oh yeah, yeah it, it looks really pretty. I like the animation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like a lot of the like you know the the new renaissance of the Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get you know. I'm not a huge fan of Frozen, but it definitely, I mean, I like the style. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of this stuff, like, you know, Big Hero 6 is fantastic, and, oh, and so Kanto good. is very good. Tangled's really good. Tangled's, Tangled's, Tangled's very great. good. Yep. 
Frozen 2 was surprisingly good. Yeah, Frozen 2 was pretty good. I think I liked Frozen 2 more than Frozen 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also it, it took itself less, or it took itself maybe a little more seriously. And also it kind of it kind of could poke fun at itself. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like I said, I like a lot of the, this is definitely one of the ones they've had, they've done that wasn't quite, um, and doesn't seem like to be a, a story about a particular culture. Oh sure. Oh sure, like Moana. And- yeah, like Moana or um, sure. or Encanto or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which I love Moana too. Moana's oh, fantastic. Encanto is so good. Oh, it's very good. It's so colorful. I love so it. So funny. Great uh, music. Oh yeah. The songs. Yeah. Oh that- yeah. That that whole soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah. Those are gonna be stuck in my head now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about it then. Ah, uh, solid joke. Right. <laughs> ten out of ten. <clears throat> it reminded me of Titan AE. Yes. And Treasure Planet and. The third movie I can't think of that came out around the same time as those. Like the Lance Atlantis? Games. Atlantis. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Atlantis the Lost Empire. Yep. Which was back when Disney used to take chances and All go stuff. and go outside of their normal style sl- or both artistically and story wise. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love Atlantis. I think Atlantis is fantastic. It's probably one of my favorite of the um the early millennium movies. Oh, I legitimately loved Titan that one in Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet was good. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Titan E.E. was a Don Bluth film, mm-hmm. which is fantastic, just like Anastasia. All the guys had the same face. Exactly. Well, Don Bluth can draw two type of faces. Yes, he can. He can do the skinny hot guy and he can do the uh, the kind of the bigger funny the, guy. The chubby guy. Yep. yep. Either it's Feifel's dad <laughs> or it's uh or you know it's Prince Charming, whatever. Yeah. Um <laughs> I was gonna say it's either the Russian guy f- from Anastasia or the English guy from Anastasia. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Anastasia. It's pretty, Ooh, it's very good. It's good. Is it? It's good. I, I like that movie. Hmm. Um, Did you know the 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 guy that was Kelsey Grammer playing the funny yes. best friend? Yeah, in that. Yeah, like hmm. one of the few animated roles that he that he had done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he fall off the stage at any point? Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Christopher Lloyd is the villain. Yes, he is. Oh, nice. uh, he's uh, Rasputin. Mm-hmm. The former advisor to the czar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I love Don Bluth movies. They're very like good. Fifel. Uh, I loved Fifel. Secret of Nim. Mm-hmm. I love those movies. Very. I just like Don Bluth. I like. I like. I like the work he does. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I like. I like Titan AE. Very yep. Titan AE is a very visually cool sci-fi. Oh, flick. it's beautiful. Yeah. Like the electro alien monsters. It, it looks great. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of aliens, there's a trailer for the next uh, Jordan Peele uh, horror comedy, horror dark comedy kind of uh, sort of film. This one's called Nope. <laughs> All his <laughs> titles are very simple. They are like Get Out and Us and stuff like that. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, this one, it's um, uh, looks like uh, an alien keeps dive bombing this uh, farmhouse and in, in some in out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And. Uh, it looks like the, this uh, brother sister team are trying to uh, get proof, get proof, uh, get video because they're running out of money and they want to sell. And their dad died. And their dad died. Their dad uh, was supposedly killed by by this the thing. aliens. Yeah, uh, but there's uh, one of the trailers. There's one trailer that had a lot of the plot of the movie mm-hmm. uh, in it, but there's another one where it's just uh, spaceship quick shows flashes. Alien ship shows up and it cuts to one of the characters going, "Nope, nope, uh, uh-uh. uh." <laughs> Nope. No, thank no. you. No, thanks. And I, I, I just like the idea of a very realistic um, character 
seeing a supernatural something and instead of doing the movie thing where they go after it, they do the real world thing where they just go, uh uh-uh. Nope. 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 I'm good. Yeah. Done. (laughs) Never mind. I'd like to see like how there's always those fantasy movies of like, oh, you're the special chosen one or whatever. And it's like some teenager and they're just like, yeah, no thanks. I'm going to I feel like that's like the first third of Hancock. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I never saw that. Uh, you're not missing much. It's not nope. very good. The, like, the big reveal in Hancock is terrible, and I hate it. Yeah. Hmm. How they're like space al- space angels or something yeah. like that. It was bad. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, but it was Will Smith. Yeah. So it, like, it could have been good. That was definitely like one of his first, like, eh, I don't think I like this movie. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm sure it'll be very good. I haven't seen any of his other films. I haven't seen uh, Us or... Get uh, Out was or, really good. I've heard that. I've heard that was like his first outing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it is nice really to good. see him branch out from doing sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, he seems to be doing really well in like making a, a legitimate name for himself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, between that and uh, he did, he was probably behind the revival of uh, Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. The most recent yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I forgot about that. And uh, yeah, us, I've uh, read. I know the synopsis of it. I haven't watched the film, um, but it looked, sounded really good. Um, but I, I just think it's really, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a really great filmmaker, and he has a really uh, unique kind of vision to his films and his uh, writing style, that sort of thing. He can he can blend dark comedy bits and overall um, psychological horror and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It blends really well together. Yeah. So I, yeah. It, it's also nice to see movies that aren't basically like the same yeah all the time yeah it's like you know you you take any genre of movie and we've seen a thousand of them mm. superhero films your atypical horror films you know a lot of that stuff that comes out you know like that uh like that black phone movie that's coming out oh that that's out right now yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not sure if i want to see it because i'm like part of me is like eh, it looks kind of interesting but also the same like i'm like eh. it was done it's done by scott derrickson the guy who did the first doctor strange movie and a million uh, other horror movies, mm. so it's uh, I've heard good things oh, okay. about it. So I would I would probably say okay. watch it. It's yeah, it's it's definitely more like not supernatural really. It's more of a psychological. There's a supernatural bend, but it's not the overall. From what I understand, it's not the overall kind of takeaway. So it's not from like, it. So it's not like 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 a uh, like sinister or Baba Duke or something like it's that. It's not like sinister or Baba Duke. I mean, the the villain of the movie is very much a real person mm-hmm. and not like hiding as a as a ghost. He is just a real person. But there is a supernatural twist. Yeah, I've seen to, the trailer for it, where like yeah. like the, his victim or whatever picks up the phone and like his past victims can talk to him through the phone. That's or basically it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a uh, a serial kidnapper, a serial murderer kidnaps a kid, and there's a phone in his like holding cell area, and uh, somehow the the previous victims uh, victims are able to call the kid on hmm. the black phone and give him hints on how to escape. That is basically it. Wow. Spooky. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Pokemon Puzzle League is coming to the Switch and I am psyched. Yeah, that's a good that's a good game. Yep, I saw that I saw that news uh, today and I was like, all right, cool. I'll actually get to play. It's it's the first game I got when I got a sixty four. My friend Andrea found it for me because that's a game I one of the games I used to play on it. So it's Uh, a good time. Maybe you could explain for the people who maybe not know what Pokemon Puzzle League is. Sure. It's 
lot of people compare it to Dr. Mario, which I had actually never played before. So that comparison was lost on me. Um, I think you could also compare it to like Bejeweled. It's a game where you um, flip different colors around. It's like Tetris in reverse. Like you flip the colors around until all of the reds are in a row and then they disappear. But it's filling up from like things are dropping on you from the top. So you want to beat the other person before it hits the top. But for some reason, they made a Pokemon theme. So to it's it. kind of like Puzzle Fighter. It's Puzzle Fighter. Uh, it's um, Collapse. It's based directly on a Japanese game called Panel de Pawn. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That yeah. is the non Pokemon themed version of it. Oh. That's the, the original version? The original. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So it just but. has a Pokemon theme. And at the beginning of the 64 game, anyways, I assume this will be pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, they're just like porting it. They're over, porting right? it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So like you get to be one of the characters from Pokemon and you have your little crew of Pokemons and they quote unquote help you play the game. But mostly they just make cool, not at all cool, just random screeching sounds. They just kind the of scream their names like, at you. Like, well, well, old Pokemon games, they didn't even say their name. They just make those really horrible bit this, sounds. This one's well, this one's based off of the anime. So they uh, say their names. It does a little of both. They're yeah. like, it's like Zubat or something just makes this horrible like <laughs> sound like. Yeah. But yeah. It's kind of like in Pokemon like, Go when you select people's or you tap the Pokemon and it makes a horrible noise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Pikachu like yells his name at you. Well, of course it's Pikachu. Well, Arcanine does too, right? He yeah. A lot Arcanine or something. Dugong. Yeah. Dugong. <laughs> Snorlax. So I'm excited. I love that game. And I just got a Switch not too long ago, so. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. How are your Animal Crossing, by the way? Oh, they're great. Yeah. Uh, I have almost all the flower colors. Oh. I'm still missing. All the flower colors? Or oh. like one particular species of flower? Almost all the flower colors. I'm still mm. missing purple, one of the purples, and the blue roses, and I think something, the green one. Hmm. So I'm only missing like three. Nice. So that was your goal to get all the flower colors? Yep, yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Jordan and her botanical animal gar uh, garden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Netflix announced that the team behind Stranger Things, or at least the guys who... The two main guys. The two main guys that worked on Stranger Things, they're trying their hands at a live action Death Note series. Yeah, De Death Note being an Japanese anime. It was an anime and manga that, or manga, sorry. <laughs> I, my, my North American accent, you know, can't say manga correctly. Uh, but no, it's it was a, and they. You should definitely it, keep trying. Manga. <laughs> mm. Yes, it was a Japanimation. That was, <laughs> that's what they used to call it before they I called know, it anime. I they know, called it Japanimation. I, I always like to throw that in because that's very funny to me. <laughs> um, no, it was a, it, it's, um, they've tried a couple of uh, adaptations. Yes. Uh, uh, there have been two or three Japanese made movies. Right. That were not very good. It seems like every 10 minutes there's a new Death Note and I have seen none of them. I like the series. Yeah. I, I really like the series, though the later part of the series where it takes a big major shift is not very good at all. The, though the last episode's very good. The okay, tell me the elevator pitch, like in one one or two okay, sentences. So, so Death Note is um, a story of a high schooler named Light Yagami who finds a magic book from another world dimension of death gods called Shinigami. And the big thing of it is that you can write anybody's name in it and that person will die somehow whether it, within you, 24 hours of the thing right? yes they are depending mm -hmm. on how they write it in the book 
They could be if they just write their name, they just die of a heart attack. Um, but if if you're a little more specific, you can actually kind of control how things happen within right. reason. And it's uh, he's this light guy like starts to he, he thinks he's going to be some kind of new god or hero force of, kind of justice. Thing. Yeah, in he the starts, world, he starts targeting like people doing criminals, negative, criminals, and then eventually it kind of spins out of control. Yeah, he you know he's he becomes tainted by power, this, that, and the other. Yeah, thinking he's some kind of you know he's going to be some kind of king of the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like I really like the show. The Netflix adaptation of a live action yes. movie is absolutely terrible. Yeah, there is an ep- <laughs> a we if you will go back about two years in our <laughs> in our backlog, uh, there was an episode where the three of us railed against that show or that movie. Yep. For the entire for the entire like ha- first half of the show because. We all oh, watched it, and it was terrible. Uh, the only good thing about it was Willem Dafoe was yes. the voice and of, motion capture of the main demon guy who just coincidentally, the uh, uh, guy who created the the series, drew a monster that looked kind of just like Willem Dafoe. Oh, that's mm-hmm. convenient. Yeah. Yep. Ryuk as the only good part of that whole movie is yeah. Willem Dafoe. And he's Ryuk. barely in it. Yeah. I mean, he's also not like... I mean, he looks like a really bad CGI monster most of the it, time. They, unless, they unless it's do a very good unless job. it's a dark scene. So, and do then you looks, think this reboot is going to be better? One can hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath. That's fair. Um, I have no dog in this race other than being a fan of Death Note because I've never seen Stranger Things. Fair. So, I don't know what kind. I've heard lots of people talk about how good the show is, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. I know it's one of the Netflix's biggest pulls. Part of me kind of hopes it's good because then it gives me hope for um, the Avatar, the last Airbender series they're working on or oh, that's was not... working on. Mm, I don't know about that. One. Yeah, I know, especially since the original creators of Avatar, the last Airbender were a part of it and then split from the project for creative differences. Mm. Yeah, that's not that's, a good sign. Not a <laughs> no, good sign. but then they went and started their own studio and we're getting three more Avatar movies. So did I... I read something somewhere that the Avatar was going to be set in modern day in a high school? I think you were re- reading the casts, like the asides, like the 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 casting direction. Kind not, of yeah, like not so much what the characters were, but, but how they wanted the how they wanted the characters to be like. Ah, okay, yeah. Because I remember you reading that to me. Because the whole point of that bit was to hear me cringe on the radio. Yes, that was, <laughs> uh, and, which we succeeded. Yeah, because it was awful and it made me mad. I and think I, you left the room. <laughs> Or at least the bit in the bit I in left the, the room. In the bit you left the room. Yes. Because uh, I I am a, I really, 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 really love the Last Airbender slash Legend of Korra world. I like the world they built. It's mm-hmm. very, it's very good. It's very interesting. Um, but the live action movie of The Last Airbender done by um, M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan is absolutely terrible. It's awful. <laughs> awful movie. Awful movie. Uh, again, live action interpretations of things tend not to be very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there if are it very as a manga, then it's gonna. Yeah, be hard there to are translate. very, 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 very few exceptions to the rule. Sure. Uh, especially when it comes to anime adaptations, even Japanese ones tend to fail pretty hard. Yeah. And they, I fe- they're kind of behind the eight ball on this one a little bit. But then again, Stranger Things people seem to like it lo- an awful lot. So, yeah. you know, they have a good track record. They might, you know, 
It might it might, it might work. I mean, it's kind of in their similar wheelhouse. A little of, bit of sort of teenage horror supernatural bent. A little so bit. It might work. I don't know. We will see. I will probably watch it on a cringe based level. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Much yep. like on a lot of things, because curiosity would be like, and especially since Death Note is one of my wife's favorite animes of all time. Mm-hmm. We will, you'll have to. We'll, we'll watch it well, and then, we will hate it, probably. We'll, we'll get to hear your cringe score. Like, oh, that's exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, nice. You know, this is just like Cody with Cowboy Bebop. I've as much as a huge fan I am of Cowboy Bebop, I have still yet to watch it. Yeah, because it's really bad. I've heard that, and I and that's it makes me sad because I like John Cho. I think he's a good actor, and I was interested to see how he played Spike. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still might cringe watch it at some point. If well, you're I'm gonna not... have to at some point, exactly when you run out of the cringy anime that you that you guys watch from week to week. Yeah, yeah, or the non-cringy anime. Or the, there's watch. good stuff in there too. Sure, sure. Yeah, like Spy Family, which is on hiatus right now, and it makes me sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's very good. It's very cute. Was Pacific Rim an anime before it was a movie, no. or did the manga come out afterwards? Uh, after. Oh, okay. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that was an original. Uh, that creation yeah, that was from... Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pacific Rim was a uh, Guillermo, del- Guillermo del Toro, an Elmo del Melmo film. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it—I mean, it could have been an anime. <laughs> I mean, it had all the tones there. Well, oh, he was yeah. a—it's because it was a huge fan of like Gundam and Godzilla. And yeah, stuff like and that. that's pretty much what it is. It's—it's yeah. it's Japanese giant robot action fighting big monsters. It's Guillermo del Toro taking his action figures and smashing them up against mm-hmm. each other. Basically. Oh yeah, and it's and a delight. It's delight. It is it's a great. Del- it is a delight soundtrack. because because yes. you don't you don't go into it. I still haven't seen the second one. Oh, don't. Though I've heard it's terrible. Uh, yeah, you go, if as long as you don't go into it thinking you're gonna, you know, get like some kind of cinema masterpiece. Oh no! You get you get exactly what you like. That scene where he's dragging that container ship across from out of the harbor <laughs> uh-huh. and just wallops a monster upside the head with Super it. Super good. Oh man, it's like so good. Yes, in like neo Hong and like neo lights Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Plus, Erdos Elba is in it, and yep. he gives a rousing action movie speech he does he sure does all right well we've actually hit time so we got to wrap things up for the week uh you've been listening to nerd overload thank you very much for tuning in jordan thank you again for guest hosting on the show hey anytime we're glad to have you we'll we'll have you back on soon sounds good my dude uh you can find all of our uh back episodes and whatnot at uh, nerdoverload.com you can find us on facebook twitter twitch instagram and patreon at nerd overload now uh, you can email the show, staff at nerdoverload.com. You know, send us your comments, questions. Yeah, we'll uh, read them on the show. Yep. Th- or maybe maybe you see a news article that you saw interested in, you maybe want our take on it. Yeah. Uh, or if you don't want to leave an email, you can also call the Nerd Overload hotline at 586-372-8020. And if you leave a voicemail, we might play it on the show. Or wait X amount of weeks and play on the show. We'll get to it sooner. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we, to we it. We promise. We'll get to it at some point. Uh, you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Snoochie boochies. <laughs> <laughs>